Welcome to Kickstart the Conversation, where we talk about all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and business growth. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here on Kickstart the Conversation, we have real, honest conversations about what it takes to build a successful business in today's world. No fluff, no BS, just real talk about the challenges and opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur and growing your business. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned business owner, we've got something for you. From expert interviews to actionable strategies you can implement immediately, we'll help you get clarity, build momentum, and achieve your goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to kickstart the conversation with your host, the quiz queen, Catherine O'Leary. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Kickstart the Conversation. Uh, I am Catherine O'Leary, your host, and we are here to talk all things leads, lists, and leverage. And I am happy to have Ashley here with me. Ashley is a uh, social media guru. Um, she is She's kind of, she, her superpower is knowing all things internet, how they all work together, um, and then particularly social media, how you... Create a system that actually draws in your ideal clients and, and is able to, to leverage that platform. And as you all know, social media is not my, my forte. That's why I bring people like Ashley on to talk to you. So you get the real deal and, um, and, and get actionable results. So Ashley, welcome uh, to kickstart the conversation. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, what you do and who you serve? Sure. Thank you for having me. This is Amazing, a great opportunity. Um, so my bread and butter is through my agency uh, offering done-for-you services. It's for people that do not fully understand social media, but know they need it, don't have the time or the capacity to do their own social media, um, but are pretty familiar with it um, or just don't want to have anything to do with it. And maybe they know something and maybe they don't, but they're like, I know I need this. I don't like it. I don't, I care about it, but I don't want to do it. So that's, <laughs> that's, the that's me folks. That's me. You're saying folk of my business. And then I also have um, other communities and opportunities for people that are wanting to learn more that are doing uh, things in-house either for themselves or maybe they have someone on their team that they're wanting to invest in um, in their future professional developments so that way their business can shine better online. Perfect. So when when you when a, when a new client comes to you um, and and you're you're starting that that conversation um, around social media presence and, and, um, you know, kind of a game plan of, of how to use social media. How does that typically that conversation go? Like, I mean, are there certain businesses or certain personality types that are more, um, are like better suited to say Facebook versus Instagram or Pinterest? Like, like, how do you kind of have that, that conversation, figure out that roadmap, I guess. Yeah, so I like to think I take a little bit of a different approach than other marketers, um, or at least other digital marketers that I've known in my in in my career, um, the eleven years that I've been doing this. 
Um, I want to actually talk to the business about their internal processes and what the experience is like for their customers, their target audience, their clients. I also want to know if they're doing anything in traditional media. And then we kind of shape and form what their goals are for why they even want to be online, <laughs> why, why their internal or their existing businesses should transition to, to the space of the internet. And we kind of look at that. Um, one of the obvious or the most frequent uh, goals or reasons is they want more sales or door swings or appointments, um, more lead generation activities, things like that to be able to reach out to people. Um, and, and really, depending on who they're trying to reach and their capacity for content creation, um, which is something that I also provide and help with and, and kind of consult or coach or advise on the creation process um, is that really kind of depends on the platforms that we choose. Um, it, it ends up being a little like, you know, uh, different for a client that has a physical presence somewhere and can't necessarily expand outside of that locale versus a service-based business or, you know, a coach, author, speaker that can go nationwide or internationally. It's a little bit different of where you want to be and really laying down and or tripling down on that strategy portion of it of to what their end goal is um, and where they're at. Exactly. I compare social media marketing and digital marketing a lot to fitness and nutrition. Um, you know, you have your uh, maintenance cycle, you have a cut cycle, you have a growth or a gains phase. Um, and depending on where you're at, uh, like you would maybe consume more protein or less fat or however that's working for you, the same translates to social media. So if you're in a growth or a gains phase, um, you're going to be pumping out more content and creating more buzz and doing more things than if you were in a maintenance phase, so to speak. Okay. So, okay. So, wow. Okay. So that, there are so many golden nuggets in that. Um, <laughs> one, I think that the number one thing that I really want people to understand and to, to hear in, in that is that the, the strategic plan comes from your business, not from your social media. Social media can, is, is supporting your stri strategic plan, your marketing plan, your growth plan. It's a tool in the toolbox. It is not, you're not, a, unless you actually work for Facebook or Pinterest or whatever, it's not your business, right? It is part of your business, is part of your strategy. It is not the silver bullet, um, but it also needs to ebb and flow with your business. So it's part of the strategy that you reach out to people through, it might be social media, it might be networking, it might be whatever, but in this case, social media is the arm that we're talking about. Um, and then you are matching your growth strategy with your social media presence. So again, if you're in growth phase, you're gonna pump out more content. If you're in maintenance phase, maybe it's just like, you know, making sure that you're on the radar screen. If you're in launch mode, it might be like, super hyper-focused and a lot of content in, in a short time frame, like whatever that looks like, but it's all driven from business strategy, not I haven't hit three posts today. Is that fair? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of mentality in that social media is separate when really 
the wild, wild west golden days of throwing up a post and somebody making ten thousand dollars has is is um gone. Uh, those days were fruitful and amazing. Uh, but <laughs> but of course, what happens is everybody goes, "Hey, this is a great way to make money," and they saturate it, right? And once there's oversaturation, you have to get a little bit more crafty, a little bit more stand out ish kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, is that I I explain social media platforms as different communities. So I I do have a lot of um, discussions with clients and prospects and people that I talk to, students. Um, I don't really know if I should call them students, but uh, where part of the education piece with for them too is understanding that it is a different community. So you have different features on the different platforms. There's different Uh, cadence that is accepted or not accepted. Um, And there are different tactics that you can use based upon the platform to help increase your reach on that specific platform. But an example that I provide is if you went on Facebook and posted 20 times in a row, something that you feedback that you might get is someone saying, hey, this isn't Twitter, stop it. So that's, that's just one like very high level example of that, but it absolutely needs to be part of what you're doing and to help supplement and amplify your, your marketing efforts that you're doing offline. This is just a different way to be able to provide the information, utilizing the internet where so many people are spending so much time these days. Yeah. And so, so again, it's, it's an arm, it's a tool. So use it, use it as such, pick your platforms based on your ideal client, like, and where, where they're going to be hanging out, but also be mindful of the community that you're in. So, you know, you wouldn't walk into a chamber of commerce meeting and have this, you know, with the same kind of conversation that you walk into a, you know, baseball stadium and, and, you know, sit down, just start chatting people up. I would say you need to make sure that your message is going out in the platforms that, that, match your message. So if it's a LinkedIn conversation, then like your message is probably a little bit more business and a little bit more networking um, versus maybe like the the Facebook of the world where it's a little more conversational um, and content and, and kind of fun driven and, and that kind of thing. So Ashley, what um, are the the rules of engagement, I guess, like, like how, like, so when, when you sit down, you've got the, the clients and and you're talking about their, their strategic plans, how important is really for them knowing their ideal client and, and that avatar and what they're doing and, and like that 3am question that they are struggling with? It's, it's very, it's for who, how do I want to put this? Uh, it's in, it's definitely important because that helps with your messaging. Um, but a lot of that information is sometimes missed. A lot of the entrepreneurs and small business owners that I work with, they know who they work with, but to actually verbalize that, it, it, it's a process, you know, sit down and think about it. Like, and, and really what you do is Two, two different exercises. Who are you currently serving? And then who do you want to serve? And, and figuring out, okay, are they in alignment? And if they're not, how do we get there? What needs to change? What needs to shift um, in the business operations and the business procedures in order to be able to fulfill that ideal client or that, you know, that avatar, customer avatar that you're looking for? Um, 
And a lot of that is done, especially for those that are brand new. They're like, well, I kind of want to do this. That changes. And I think that's something that's important for people to remember is that there's a lot of change in business. You can start in one place and end up somewhere completely different. Um, But that market research is exceptionally um, and uh, important. And that's an ongoing process too. And taking the time to talk to your current customers or talk to prospects that say no, um, and just ask them a little bit more about why. Uh, and, and it can be uncomfortable, especially if you're doing this on your own. Um, but if you make it more conversational and explain to them, hey, I'm not, you already said no, I understand that this isn't something that, that you're interested in or want to pursue. But I'd just like to know what about it didn't you like? And what, what are you, have you given any thought or can you articulate what you are looking for? So I either can cut, I mean, it's another, it's another sales strategy in that aspect too, of do you, does that, what they're wanting, does that align with what you're willing to offer? And if not, who else do you know? Because it's all about relationships, um, especially in service-based businesses. It's relationships and people. And really, the intent of social media is to supplement relationships. Um, You know, I, my kids grew up with it. So it's like their whole social, you know, main component of their social circles, right, outside of school. Whereas I had the luxury of Things didn't start launching until I graduated high school. <laughs> um, Thank God. Aging myself. But um, where it's like that we looked at it as cool. This is a great way to stay connected with all my high school friends after we've graduated and we all dispersed across the world. Mm-hmm. Our kids are looking at it as, hey, I found a new friend in California. Hey, this friend is in New Mexico. I met somebody on Canada. And so there's a different dynamic there, too. Um with with how with how things are looking and I think I just went on a total sidebar tangent no worries (laughs) that's okay I'm I'm all about tangents um (laughs) but I think I think it's important to understand that that ideal client that like so the clients that you currently have um you know like taking a, a good look at them and and as you grow and as your business grows, that ideal client is likely going to change, or your like you know that that person that you want to be attracting in, um, you know like as as you get more comfortable and as you get more confident, you get away from the people that like are needing you, and and you're you're going more towards the people that want to work with you, um, and that's a slightly like that's a different conversation. So when you want to start attracting the people that are kind of at that next level, or as you know, you kind of like get clearer on the people that you want to work with, you need to make sure that your messaging and your social media strategy gets updated. Cause otherwise you're just going to keep, you know, calling in like the people that, you know, are, you know, that you're kind of moving away from. Um, And so really keeping on, on top of that messaging and and understanding that, um, you know, that, it, it is a growth conversation. It, it is something that, that will change as you get, you know, as you, as you learn more, as your business changes, as you offer different things, as you realize that you don't want to do that anymore. So you don't want that kind of client anymore because like that, you know, like that's been done and, and, you know, you're on to the next thing, which is, you know, the, the purpose of, or in my world, the purpose of entrepreneurship is, is to continually be, be creative. Um, 
but I think, you know, like as if you use social media as the tool that it should be, it's in your toolkit, you're constantly kind of, it's a dynamic conversation. Um, you're constantly, you know, kind of tweaking and changing and testing and, um, you know, trying new things. Um, but, and, and I think, you know, the glory days, you know, were fine, but, you know, in this day and age, social media is not going to fix your business in 12.2 seconds. Right. right? Like it's a, it's a long game conversation, is it not? Yeah. And, and yes, but it's also, it's people who, there's a couple different things here. Um, people who are like, wow, they're an overnight sensation. That overnight sensation took seven years of overnights. Yeah. On average of consistency, not constantly, but consistently um, working and networking and doing things offline that people don't necessarily see online. Um, and it that's that I think is the key component is and, and that's really part of the content strategy is how much is informational and educational, how much is entertainment and how much is sales and having a good mix and understanding. It's a great way to do market research too, as, as you had mentioned in, in the, a few moments ago, mm-hmm. um, depending on the clientele that you want to work with, there are, especially if you're getting into high ticket, um, for, this is for our service provider funds that are listening to this, you know, you're charging 10, 20, $30,000 for services and, and um, you're creating offers and things like that. Not a lot of those people are willing to wheel and deal on social media. Um, they might be interested in you or they might see, you know, or, or somehow you are able to get their attention and that's phenomenal. That's great. But that's where social media really becomes more of a great uh, market research tool to help you leverage with those relationships. An example is there is a developer that I work with. Um, He actually programmed uh, an all-in-one marketing software and bundled it all up and it's freaking phenomenal. But by being Facebook friends with him, because that's his most active platform, I was able to see that he is a lover of Oreos. So he sends business my way or I am like, you know what, this is freaking amazing just as a thank you. I now know to send Oreos, you know, and it's so it's, it's little touches like that um, where you can leverage social media, or if you, if you're um, targeting super intelligent scientists and things like that, and you can find them on LinkedIn and Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram connect with them, you get more of a deeper insight because LinkedIn um, as you alluded to, is more of a professional setting. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't have TikTok dances on there. <laughs> um, but on Facebook, people are sharing, you know, pets and family and yeah. home things. So you can really understand more about people and what exactly is important to them. Um, so that's that's another great tool too, or a great use for, for social media connections and being online. Um, there's a lot of times when I am, um, I look at social media content way different than when I was just a personal user, mm-hmm. uh, where personal, you're just, you know, you're scrolling through and you're having fun and that kind of thing. Whereas I'm looking at it as, uh, with more, with a different analytical eye of, okay, what's competition doing? What's the offer? How does this work? What are they structuring? It really kind of gives some insight into 
what other people are doing and what has been successful. So there's some replication that can be done or, mm-hmm. hey, I need to learn how to do that. So direction yeah. and clarity is awesome. Um, but it's also taking a look and seeing like, what are people talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is top of mind for this particular community? So it, it's a little bit different wor- of a world when you put on this, the marketer business owner glasses and spend time on social media. And because I also know a lot of entrepreneurs that are like, social media is just a waste of time. I'm never on there. And, and that, that may be true. They could be in a very busy growth <laughs> phase and not have time for it, but it's still a worthy scroll to take a look and see what conversations are happening, what problems you might be able to solve, um, what solutions you could do and what kind of different offers you can craft for people. Yeah. And I, I love that, that, you know, that, that viewpoint of start with your strategy first, start with your business plan first, and then figure out which, like, you know, whether social media layers on, and if it does, then figure out that, like, you know, what platform um, layers on, and then you can figure out your content plan and so on. But don't start with, I need to post three days a week and expect that that's going to hit your bottom line um, because it's a disconnect. You haven't actually kind of built it all together. And, and I think that that's, you know, people get get a little um a little too fixated on you know like i have to be out there and my name has to be out there but if your name's out there and nobody can do anything to connect with you or the offer isn't right or like there there's you know like having that plan behind whatever you're communicating about from a business point of view like that's the key i think um yeah yeah and yeah sorry and no 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 um and the you know, social media is the introduction to you, right? It's not very, very, not very often, um, unless it's really super low ticket. Are you like conducting sales straight off of um, social media um, for service providers, right? Like your offers of your signature offer, say of like, you know, 997, you might get people to go to sign up to your website, you know, but chances are good. They're not you know, they're not just clicking and buying something for a thousand dollars. It's like, those days are just, you know, not, not really, you know, those, those days are done. Um, but they will look for you and they will start to get to know you. So it is still a way to build the relationship, but it's a long game conversation. Like you, like, and I think the one thing that, you know, I want to go back to that you said was consistency. You need to be consistent um, it's all about consistency in social media. It's all about the consistency game, which is why it is so important to make sure that you're picking the lane that lights you up, right? That that you have fun with, that you, you know, that you, you know, like you, you're on there all the time anyways, or, um, you know, like if, if you are not doing TikTok and you're not like, you know, it, it's just not your gig, then chances are good that anyone that you are attracting to yourself on TikTok may not be a fit for your business. Is that, is that fair, Ashley? You can disagree with me. <laughs> no, a couple things, quality over quantity, always quality over quantity. So if that means that you're posting now, now with reason, you can't post every six months and expect things to like the algorithms aren't going to like you at that point. So there is some con- consistent, you know, constantly, right? but yeah. if that's, once a month, if that's uh, once a week, if that's once, you know, it, de- it depends on the platform too. Yeah. Um, 
with that. But I love that you mentioned fun because one of the most controversial pieces of advice that I have for people is when they're like, what social media platforms do I need to be on? But they're a solopreneur or they're an intrapreneur for their business uh, or for their employer. And the question that I ask them is, where do you go when you are going to, when you want to be on social media? Where does your finger autopilot on your phone? What platform? And they'll say Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Pinterest, wherever. And I'll say, start there. And they're kind of like, well, my audience isn't on there. I'm like, your audience is on there. But if you're spending your personal time on that platform, not only are you going to have a better understanding of the features, you're going to be more comfortable um, so that's going to remove a lot of stress and intimidation and pressure. And you're actually going to show up. And that's the biggest part about anything, again, online or offline, is mm-hmm. you got to show up. Um, I think that there's a lot of um, assumption that you can just go online and be viral and make all of this money when it's like, no, there's a lot of work behind the scenes, <laughs> you know? Um, and and I, so I love the fact that you brought in the fun element because that, that is a big part of it. And once you have that down, then we can look at um, other platforms and how much time and attention you have the capacity to hold. And really one of the tricks with that is, again, more strategy, more planning, which I'm sure a lot of chaos tolerant people are like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do that. Um, call me. No, seriously. Uh, it's one of those where it's, it's, um, you have all that planning in place. You can look at it and go, okay, does this post make sense for my business goals? Mm -hmm. Um, an example years ago, there was a nonprofit who they were doing, they made a post, they made a post in the local community and they posted a dog and a photo of spaghetti. And that was it. And it was kind of like, there was a lot more. I'm like, of course, I'm like, what the heck is this? And so I took, I dug a little bit deeper, um, but a step that most people aren't going to take, mind you. Yeah. Um, and it ended up being a nonprofit. They were doing a spaghetti feed fundraiser. And it's like, none of that information was shared. This isn't relevant to what you're known for or what your brand's known for. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's widely known that, uh, faces especially your face if you're if you're the business um or teams your team's faces things like that are going to outperform on social media Mm -hmm. um people interact with them more the algorithms like those kind of pictures things like that your biggest competition is going to be a puppy and so there's a lot there was a time when people were just posting pictures of puppies because it got them more views um not the best strategy um and you also mentioned you know low ticket offers and things like that or free freebies Mm -hmm. and things and you have to understand too that that is a quantity strategy not a quality strategy Ooh, I like that yeah so you could get a thousand new leads but if one you know and one percent might be great for a conversion um but one percent would be great for a conversion because it's that no like and trust factor too so you can it's kind of another analogy I read online a few months ago where it's like you could have a $10 million business um, and bring home a hundred thousand dollars, or you could run a $200,000 business and bring home a hundred thousand dollars. 
which one, which one do you want to do? And there isn't a wrong answer because that's your choice. There's no judgment. There's no, there's nothing. Um, but it's, it's from a, from a workhorse kind of view. It's, there's a lot more stuff going on with the $10 million business to bring home the same amount that a $200,000 business would, and you're bringing in the same amount. So that's kind of, that's kind of the part of a question too. Which is why I, I like to layer in a quiz, right? So, you know, like you can, you can put your, you know, put out the social media and so on and then filter, you know, have that filter of your quiz so that you're making sure that your ideal client is coming through and, and that you're weeding out the tire kickers and the freebie seekers. Um, which is why I, I always suggest putting the quiz like just underneath all your marketing strategies and everything goes through that. Um, because, and I've said this before, I would much rather be in a room of a hundred ideal clients, potential ideal clients and close 90 of them than be in a stadium full of 10,000 people trying to find the hundred people to maybe close, like by the time I find the hundred people, I'm too tired to close the 90. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like it's, it, the lights are off. We got to go. Like, I mean, like we're, we're out of time. Um, so, you know, like give me the, the hundred in a room versus the 10,000 in a stadium. Um, you know, as you know, to, to your quality over quantity, um, conversation, but, you know, having that quiz as a buffer from, you know, your marketing to your, your calendar and your, your sales conversations can help. Um, so, um, so Ashley, like kind of one of the things that I think that new entrepreneurs in particular, um, kind of, they go out of the gate and they think that they have to get on social media or they have, they have to start marketing immediately because they need, they need clients, right? They like, now it's like a, a desperation almost. I think that, and, and, um, I'd love your, your opinion on, taking a breath and making sure you have the strategy in place and the business plan that you can then pick the marketing strategy that works for you and then pick the cadence and all of that. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. So some, some important things that people need to know, and again, the ways of the internet, right. (laughs) Um, Is that it can take 90 to 120 days from your, from when you publish that content for search engines and social media platforms, which are turning into mini search engines, um, to actually pick you up. So during those first time, for those first three to four months, a lot of people get really frustrated because they're like, it's not working. Um, you have to give the system a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I found too is psychologically, a lot of people just want to do something to help with their anxiety, stress, the pressure, or to feel unstuck. They just want to do something. And so in that aspect of it, what I would encourage people to do is to get their Google business profile. Mm -hmm. So this is formerly Google My Business. Essentially what it is, is it's your online listing on Google is what that is. Start there. Google's still the number one search engine in the world. YouTube is the second. And Google owns YouTube. Yeah, so, Google owns YouTube. So yeah, and you're yeah. not you're not gonna go wrong. So if you're starting a new business, it's it's half social, it's half search engine, you know that kind of thing. Um, also, uh, Bing, get a profile up. Start with your online listings there first. Um, it's gonna ask you high level information that you probably already know if you've created a business plan, um, or if you are able to you know write on the fly and you know what you're doing, you can type it in with your description of 
who you serve, what you do, what your offers are, things like that. And that's going to start the wheels going at least on the search engines. Um, Google Business Profile is fantastic for local SEO or um, search engine ranking. Mm-hmm. It's also a free option to help you with that search engine optimization. And it's a low maintenance gateway to it. So starting to build those habits. I know I'm talking about all kinds of boring stuff, planning, habits, strategy. I, you know, here's the thing, folks, like, like you're, you're building a house, you yeah. know, like you're, you're build, or, or maybe you're building the empire state building. Like, you know, <laughs> you're building an empire, right? You got to have the foundation. Because without the foundation, it's all going to fall like it's a house of cards. So, you know, like, don't necessarily think that, and I'm not trying to scare anybody off, but like that first like three months of your business should actually like, you should be thinking, what is my ideal client? What is the avatar? What is my plan? How does my, my growth plan, my business plan actually work with my now marketing plan and how then layer on social media and so on, like, you know, get your Google, um, Google, my business up and running, you know, like get those things, you know, going first. Cause it's going back and trying to do that after the fact is like, it's guerrilla warfare. Like, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's hard to go back and try to do all that. Right. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a lot of updating, but I, I think the best part of it is with the habit building is that it's uh, Google business profile post once every six days that's once a week pick one day a week that you're going to do admin or one day a week that you're going to do this and be like nope I'm posting it's going out and that's what's great about it um the other part of what you're talking about too is when you're first starting a business uh at least for me I was all about okay I need some freaking sales (laughs) and ironically my social media wasn't um, in my focus, I was trying to figure out bank account information and business structure. Was I an LLC? Was I a sole proprietor? Was I, what's an S corp? What do I need to do for taxes? There's a lots of different, there's lots of different learnings and some people, depending on where they're at in their journey can skip a lot of that because they know it, but there's still the doing part. So you're still doing all of this. And then once you sell, you have to deliver on those promises. And it's really easy for social media to you know, kind of fall on the wayside until you realize, oh, I should probably do that. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's that's going to get people started in a very low pressure way. Um, that's also going to benefit them where they don't feel like, I, I think that that's what I really want to stress too, is anyone who goes online and Google's best days and times to post on LinkedIn or um, best content to put on Facebook or how many posts should I do a week? Because that's still a number one question that I get from people. You're going to figure all of that out. Those are guidelines or a benchmark of where to start. And then the people, your target audience, or your followers, your connections, they're going to tell you through the analytics when you're posting and testing things, how often to post, what to post, and what time of day, and what day of the week. They're going to tell you that. Um, Now, there are a lot of businesses out there where it's kind of like, yeah, Monday through Friday, boom, where it it kind of, it's part of uh, the platform too. Most people aren't spending their time on LinkedIn on the weekends. Um, Most people aren't spending their time on YouTube during the week in comparison, right? Um, It seems like everybody is spending time on TikTok all the time, <laughs> all the time. 
Old people so, all the time. I yeah. know that I just said, don't do TikTok, but like, you know, TikTok is a whole, like, that's a whole thing. That's your thing. I love it. I love it for you. As long as this, again, like, I, I actually don't, I actually don't have a favorite social media platform. I, I will use the ones that are best for my business as a, as a part of the tool in like in the toolkit. Right. So if that, you know, turns out to be TikTok is, is what I should be doing, then I'd look into that, you know, like, like that, that's fine. But if it's something that you go and look at and you think, oh dear God, like I, I would rather like tear my hair out than do this all the time, then don't do it. Like, don't get yourself into a situation where you're, you're trying to, to, you know, oh, like, you know, somebody told me that I needed to do this way. Um, That's not, that's not the way to grow your business because it's going to come through that you don't like what you're doing um energetically it's going to come through if you're not having fun people are going to know absolutely and again comes back to strategy so an example is because there's a lot of digital creators and personal brands that are showing up on on these platforms and doing video um i forget the hotel and i'm a little embarrassed about that but they did a they had hilariously funny and amazing TikTok content during the COVID, during COVID. Their ads were all about, you know, the staff being there and just being bored because no one was traveling. Like it was, it was just on point, but it, it comes back down to what exactly are you wanting to do and why do you want to be on there other than everybody's talking online about yes. how you need to be on TikTok? Because there's, I can look at a piece of, of content there's one gentleman that my husband follows. He repurposes his TikToks into Facebook reels. So that's how my husband sees these short form videos. And he watches them and, and he um, sings the song to changes the words and stuff. It's just really clever. But that person's strategy, because I, I know how this work I can, works, I can assume he's looking at building followers. He's working on making sure that if something happens to TikTok, um, that uh, he has another place for people yep. to go because that's more of an influencer strategy. So those kinds of people are going to be looking for merch, swag, brand deals, um, affiliates. Uh, that's how they're going to make their money. So them being entertaining on social media is how is how those behind the scenes deals happen versus someone who is going on going on and being more educational or giving little nuggets and pieces of information to enter into a different kind of lead generation funnel or a different sales cycle for those people. So um, that's, that's like, <laughs> what's the end goal? And then um, my job is to come in and to help figure out what that looks like yeah. using the resources that are available because there are a lot and people get overwhelmed yeah. and they get overwhelmed by by blog articles from marketing experts and marketing companies saying you need to post three to four times on Facebook, one to three times, you need to post one to 10 stories every day on Instagram, plus you need to have three to five feed posts and you need to do two to three reels. And that's just one platform. And then you need to be on YouTube once a week. And then you need to be on LinkedIn once a day. And it's enough for anybody to go. I don't want to do it. No. <laughs> so do what you're going to do, test it thoroughly. And if you're finding that that's not where you need to be, then it's kind of like um, Goldilocks and the three bears. Try the next bed. 
yeah by the next porridge you know that kind of thing and and I think that's part of partially the most frustrating part for people is that it it good social media good digital marketing it actually does take time and time and testing yeah time testing and money yeah. it does and and especially and if it's organic then it takes longer um and one thing that I I just I want to caution people with is um don't don't try to beat the algorithm the algorithm changes daily like you're gonna Multiple beat it times a day maybe <laughs> once like maybe you beat it like don't that's not a strategy beating the algorithm is not a strategy um so you know like if you are solid in your in your your growth plan or your business plan your marketing strategy and having your social media help you as you're growing out your business that's where you're going to actually monetize and, and you're going to be doing you know you're going to see the return on investment that you want to see so um so ashley thank you so much for for being here today this was a lot of fun um how can people connect with you um and find you if they want to work with you which i totally suggest well, thank you. So I am everywhere. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's part of my job, though. You know, I that's, yeah. that's part of my job. So to find uh, or follow the agency, um, they can look pretty much on most platforms at Social Jargon. That's S-O-C-I-A-L-J-A-R-G-N intentional typo. Um, if they're looking to connect with me on a personal level, most people can find me with at Ashley Smith IRL. Um, I am most active on Instagram, to be fair. <laughs> Excellent. And we'll have those uh, that, that all in the show notes. So thank you so much, Ashley. If there's one thing that you can leave, leave the, uh, the entrepreneurs that are listening here with, what would it be? Social media is supposed to be social. Ooh, remember that. All right. Thank you so much, Ashley. Appreciate you. you. And to everyone listening, um, another great way to kickstart the conversation is with social media, um, but it's only kicking off the conversation. It's not the end all to be all. You still have to have all the strategy behind you. Sorry, but you do. Um, anyways, we will talk next time on Kickstart the Conversation. Thanks for joining us. Well, that's it for today's episode of Kickstart the Conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. We hope you found our discussion about leads, lists, and leveraging relationships helpful. As we've learned, asking well-designed questions is the key to kickstarting conversations with your ideal clients, building authentic relationships, and ultimately driving more sales. So get out there and start asking those intentional questions. Your ideal clients are waiting for you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. We have lots of great conversations coming up every week that you won't want to miss. Until next time, keep asking great questions and kickstarting those conversations.